0: Welcome to the Black Owned Business Slayer podcast, where we develop and encourage world class small businesses, one Black owned business at a time. Each week, we will dive into topics that will provide tools, insight, and inspiration for business owners in the Black community. Buckle up, because it's about to get real, authentic, and transparent. I hope you're ready. Wow. Welcome back to the Black-Owned Business Slayer podcast. This is a well-overdue episode. (laughs) I think the last time we chatted, we were discussing just how to really not be that business owner who is running every facet of their business, but the beauty of delegating and how it actually saved my startup from failing. So I figured coming back, I just wanted to dive a little deeper and talk about some more real topics um, that entrepreneurs, especially Black-owned businesses really have to take into consideration as we are out serving our communities through our services and products. And that thing is called self-love as an entrepreneur. I know you're probably thinking like, what? Self-love and entrepreneurship? How do the two fit together? But reality is a lot of the way we run our business and how we interact with those clients and our customers is a big indicator on how we operate in our private lives. Whether it's we have a lot of confidence, we lack a lot of confidence, we have a lot of compassion, we lack compassion, empathy, and it tends to pour over into how we serve and the type of businesses that we run. So, there are some things that I even realized in my journey of where I was lacking that accountability to myself and that ability to love myself more than I loved you know, my the money that my business was bringing in, the types of clients that I was working with, but knowing that a lot of decisions that I made early on in my business could have stemmed from a place of desperation. And maybe it wasn't um, just me grinding and doing what I have to do, but learning along the way that putting myself first as an entrepreneur and running my business, setting those boundaries that protect me and allow me to put forth the best version of myself for not only my clients but my employees was some things that I had to take into consideration. So I felt like it was so necessary to have that talk, to talk about, What exactly does self-love look like from a standpoint of having boundaries in your business, setting boundaries for yourself as an entrepreneur? Why is it important to set boundaries as a business owner? And what are some boundaries that you should take into consideration and some things that boundaries I've even had to set as a business owner? So hopefully this gives you some insight on maybe some of the struggles that you're having and why and how to turn those things around by just implementing a little bit more self-love practices in even how you run your business. I figured I would come back today and just talk a little bit more about what it looks like to set up boundaries for yourself as an entrepreneur. Um, Depending on your personality type, depending on the type of business that you have, having boundaries in your business is something that is so essential and I learned it the hard way, guys. I learned it the hard way. Having boundaries in life, having boundaries in business, in general, in any relationship that you have, having boundaries is something that enables you to be able to put your best self forward. So I figured we could talk a little bit about what does it look like, one, the importance of having boundaries um, in your business relationships, And two, what does it look like to set those boundaries in your business as an entrepreneur? So to start with the importance of having boundaries in your business relationship is one, because it allows you to do business in the best way possible. Imagine you having structure and setting your business up in a way that works best for you and your team, but then the clients that you work with decide that they just want to change that, and they just want to do it their way. They want to do it how they want to do it. I'm sure we've all experienced that before, but the reality of that is that pushes us to be less generous, that pushes us to be less compassionate as business owners, and honestly, it downright just stresses us the hell out. Like, and so, in efforts to meant that there needs to be boundaries in place. We can't blame our clients for doing what clients are going to do. We can't blame our employees for doing what employees are going to do. But we have to take ownership in ourselves and see what areas have I not set up enough boundaries in efforts to ensure that this is an equally beneficial relationship. So, one of the things that I've learned in my journey is knowing that as a generous person, as a person who always wants to take charge, as a person who always wants to put the best foot forward to make the client happy, there does need to be boundaries set in what that happiness looks like and how I deliver. Because it can become a simple situation where you find yourself overexerting and overdoing it and even doing things outside of your, you know, profession outside of your expertise and efforts to please your client and in that you have to ask yourself what boundaries do I have in place? What boundaries do I really have in place that allow my client to respect me but also for me to feel respected as a service provider? So if you've ever felt frustrated (laughs) wondering how come you know you're feeling overextended, how come you feeling like you're underpaid and you're feeling like you're, the labor that you're putting out is way more than the compensation in which you're receiving, it may be time to consider whether or not you've set boundaries for you, your clients and your employees. Because one thing I've definitely learned that in setting those boundaries, I'm also protecting those who work for my company. They also deserve to be treated with a certain level of respect. They also deserve to be, be happy, to have a work-life balance. But the only way you can accomplish that as a business owner is to have boundaries in place. So some of the things that I've done personally to set boundaries in my business is one, having operating hours and sticking to my operating hours. If my operating hours is from 9 to 5 p.m., do not respond to emails after 5 p.m. or before 9 a.m. And do not allow your employees to do it either because easily we can think of it as something small, but we're building a habit and we're building and training our clients' expectations of us. And when their expectations don't match your boundaries, you tend to find your boundaries not being respected, but you also have to ask yourself, is that something you taught them or is that something that they're just doing because they don't care? A lot of times we can feel like people don't care about us. We can feel like people are taking advantage of us, but what areas have you set boundaries and efforts to protect yourself and protect people from doing that to you? So operate within your working hours. Do not answer an email at 830 when you operate from nine to five. You're cheating yourself. Take that extra 30 minutes and just be happy to to not do anything. Even if you have to train yourself to purposely not respond until those hours are now in play that is the best way to start to set those boundaries for yourself and you will feel the relief of not feeling like you waking up first thing in the morning and you have to respond to things and you have to address things before your working hours two is a lot response times a lot of times we forget this step where We don't give our customers or our clients realistic expectations on what our response times could be so for us in my company we do 12 to 24 hours business hours at that so a client can have the expectation for an immediate response if they don't understand that they have to allow 12 to 24 hours to respond so the best way we've been able to continuously put that on the forefront of our client's mind while also making sure that we aren't, you know, extending ourselves and not able to prioritize the different clients and the different work that we have is we set up automated response for our inboxes and we created team inboxes. So having a team inbox with an automated response that lets your client know that someone will get back to them regarding their request within 12 to 24 hours, using us as an example. One reminds the client that hey I can't expect a response until 24 hours has passed. So if I don't receive a response today, then I have to be okay with receiving one tomorrow. Now we may get to it before, but at least allowing 12 to 24 hours is allowing us grace to prioritize. Cause you just never know if a request comes in on a crazy day where all hell is breaking loose. And if your client has been receiving immediate responses from you up until this point, and you're just busy this day, their expectations aren't gonna change because your business is booming that day or you got a lot going on. Um, they're gonna have the same expectations that you've allowed them to have up until that point. So setting response times and setting the expectations for when they can receive a response is a great way to set a boundary. This also applies to your team. Sometimes your team, if you have go-getters, <laughs> then your team might actually you know, feel like they have to overextend themselves to respond to something when they have time. So it gives them grace to work in a pace that isn't an anxious and an anxiety-driven environment but something that allows them to take a breather it leaves room for less mistakes honestly because they can actually properly address and analyze the request if they have enough time to do so so the next tip that i have for setting boundaries in the work environment as an entrepreneur or setting boundaries in your business is Two, make sure that your clients understand your policies and to enforce your policies. A lot of times we may be feeling good that day and we decide, you know what, I'll do it just because. A lot of times our employees may not fully understand what the policies and procedures are, so they extend things that are outside of that. And one-offs can turn into two-offs, three-offs, four-offs to now, how did we start doing this when this was never a part of our contract? So making sure you're clear and that your policies are easily accessible for your clients, making sure your clients are reminded of your policies in the moment that they breach them. So in the moment that a client maybe sends an email to the wrong box, in in the event that a client might I don't know, do something that's outside of the policy, it's okay to remind them of what the policy is and direct them the best way to handle it moving forward. We feel like we, we have, we, we're scared to do that because of fear of losing the client or fear of upsetting the client, but the reality is, is that we're gonna upset the client 10 times more if we're not operating within our boundaries because then we are going to be operating out of a place of fatigue a place of frustration and then the relationship can easily be tarnished so any good relationship is a relationship that has boundaries whether that be in a, a romantic relationship a friendship and even a business relationship setting boundaries even as an entrepreneur you have to set boundaries around you from your team your team needs to also have boundaries so that you don't get overly spent and you're not giving your team the best version of yourselves So if you're stressed out right now or you're just trying to figure out why, you know, there's no structure, why you don't feel like you're getting the respect you deserve, it's more than likely because you failed to set boundaries in that area of your life. Okay, so hopefully you all were able to take in a few nuggets to assist you on this journey called life and entrepreneurship and understanding that the way you set boundaries in your personal life, Is going to be how you naturally set them in your work life. So if you can think of some boundaries that you might need to set, it's time to set them. Write them out, list them out, and start to build your policies around them. Start to train your clients and your customers to abide by them so that you can start to really feel the benefits and the joy of the fruits of your labor. Okay guys, so that's it for today's episode. I look forward to coming back with some more nuggets for you all in this journey called entrepreneurship. Thank you for listening and have a great day.